everyone, and welcome to the Galactic Podcast. I'm Lauren Romo, and with me, as always, is my cousin and fellow nerd, Andrea Gutierrez. Ch-ch-ch-chia. It's been a while here, pal. Wow. <laughs> like over a month, I think, for us? Yeah. Like, nice. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. God has been. <laughs> Makes me appreciate it more, doing this. Oh no! It's, yeah, we'll 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 dive into that a little bit, but yeah, we we've been gone. We'll uh we'll talk about what we've been doing and you know stuff like that. But yeah, we're we're back, baby. Andor's around the corner. Then we have Bad Batch. We have Mandalorian season three. Like it's gonna be fall into winter. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of Star Wars. A lot of shows are coming out, and then into next year. So we got a lot of stuff. So we took a little break. And, uh, but we have a little fun, fun discussion today. Uh, I think we have teed up, so we're, we're excited to get back, back to it, kids. But before we do that, if this is your first time listening to us, welcome. We are Star Wars Podcast, discuss anything and everything within that galaxy far, far away. In each episode, we will dive into one or two topics and have a general discussion on them. Topics could be movies, TV series, books, comics, a specific character, you name it. And we talk about it. So yeah, uh, we've been on a break uh, the whole month of July. I'm pretty we sure we were on a break. <laughs> we were on a break. <laughs> Classic friends. Classic friends. So we've been on a break, uh, probably what for a while. Uh, like I said, like over a month now, because we were gonna come back. Obviously, with Andor was gonna Andor was gonna start supposedly on August twenty first. But they pushed that back a whole month to September now. 31st. 31st. Jen's so birthday. So we were supposed to get it this month. They pushed it back to the end, uh, mid-September, September 21st. So we were like, well, should we come back? <laughs> should we wait until Andor comes? So I think I pushed the envelope up. Well, let's get at least one episode in before we talk about Andor. <laughs> <laughs> let's get warmed up yeah let's let's get back into the groove here a little bit but yeah so uh i know i'll start us off with what kind of what i've been doing we'll just do a little catch up i got a new job at the end of july so i've been going through training for that the past like nice five weeks thank you very much work from home gig very excited about it so this coming up week will be my final week of training, and then we're off to the races. So I'm very excited. So I've been, honestly, that's been very, it's been very busy. It's like, it, it feels like I went back to school. Because there's just a lot of uh, modules you have to take. There's a lot of just material of you training, have to learn. Yeah. yeah, dude. So it felt like I was back at school, which was like, you know, a whole nightmare scenario for me because I hated school. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it's been really great. The trainers have been awesome. Uh, I found some fellow nerds, Star Wars nerds within within my crew. So it's kind of been fun. That's so, awesome. Yeah. So when, because we have to have our cameras, cameras on when we're doing training. So my background, you can see it, Andrea. Nobody else can see it. But I have a huge, I have the poster you gave me, which is one of my favorite posters of all time. And then I have some Mine shelves too. up of, you know, random Star Wars books and some Funko Pop. So it looks it's a it's a nice setup. So people have been commenting on that when they when we've been meeting. So it's been kind of fun. 
But yeah, that's what I've been doing. Uh, literally just training. I mean, it's been it's been very busy pretty much every day, Monday through Friday, just going over materials and stuff like that. So it's been uh, it's been good. But that's what I've been doing these past few weeks. Andrea, what have you been up to, my friend? Let's talk about it. Listen, my life is never boring. <laughs> this is true. And I can spin some tales of, of the life of Andrea. And uh, me and Carmen, we've been going to concerts, K-pop concerts. We got another one, actually, this week in Chicago. Nice. Nice. We went to Cedar Point. If you live in the Midwest, Cedar Point is like a big deal. If you live in Michigan and Ohio, it's Huge. a big deal. It's yeah, something you, you do regularly. Do. America's roller coaster. Well, let me tell you, Lauren. <laughs> I've heard know. the story, so okay. I'm, I'm, so I'm you know how I I like roller coasters, and I I'm like, them, right, yes, I yeah. I can go on them and and go hard and be like solid through through the whole freaking process, right? Yep, yep, yep. That's why Emma likes going with me because she's the same way. We can we can just go really hard on roller coasters. My son, he's eh, he'll do it, but he's not like really pumped about it. Um, Carmen, no roller coasters at all. The rest of my family, a little bit of the in between. My sister really likes rides though. She she hung in pretty well, um, but didn't go on some of the bigger, more aggressive ones. So we're like going, it's the day, right? And me and Emma have a fast lane plus, and we're going on all the rides. Oh, you did fast lane? Like you were. Oh, yeah. Man, okay. So we oh, were like right. getting on the Millennium Force in like 15 minutes and getting on the Steel Vengeance in 20. And, you know, it was just wild. So um, Alex, it was his first time like going on rides. First time ever going on the Magnum, going on the Gemini, any of that stuff. So Dang. he, was, he yeah. was loving it. And of course, I was just like the pusher. And I was like, let's go again. Let's go again. We would get off and I'd be like, come on, let's let's just go on it again. It's great. Let's go on the Magnum. The pusher. Just pushing, pushing it. It sounds like a drug deal got bad. I was. I was an adrenaline drug dealer. <laughs> so it's the end of the day. Uh, me and Emma, Emma, see, I can't, the, I'm going to tell you how this has really affected me. So because I... I'm having problems. But anyway, um, me and Emma go on the Val Raven. Okay. So have you been on that? No, no you don't I go on rides. I hate rides. You don't go. You hate rides. Yeah. Okay. You've but it's like uh, yeah. it drops you and swoops you yeah, and flips no you upside hell. down no. and all that crap. No. Super smooth, super awesome. Right. So me and Emma go on that, walk right on it. Okay. Then right next to it is the Raptor. So we go on the Raptor. I remember and that coming out like a like a long time ago, but I remember that was a big ride. Yeah, it's an older ride. It has a track above. It flips you upside down. You do spirals, like all that stuff. It's it's wild, and uh, we take Alex on it, and he loves it. So he wants to go on again, and I'm like, sure, I'll go on again. So here's me going on three rides that flip upside down and go crazy within like 45 minutes. And prior to that, when me and Emma were in line for the Val Raven, I was telling her, like, the next time I go to Cedar Point, I'm only going with people that go on rides. And I'm just going to hit rides like crazy. I'm just going to go. I'm not going to skip one. I'm not going to say that's too, waits too long. Boom, I'm going. I'm going on every ride. I was like, I feel solid. My stomach hasn't dropped. I feel so good. Like, I could I could get a season pass to Cedar Point. I am ready. Like, I was ready. for. You were all in. All I in, was, baby. I was all in, okay? 
Second time we go on the Raptor, we're in the first cart. Okay. First oh, cart. Dang. Nothing first in front cart. of us. Woo. And I'm like feeling good still. But then like feeling I got kind of anxious because my seat wasn't like locking in and the guy that should have locked my seat in was like flirting with this girl. So it, like I was I was like the anxiety started setting in in that moment. Oh, I'm like freaked out. Trying to pull my seat thing and it's not locking. Jen and Alex's is locked. Mine's not locking. I'm like, oh, my God, are we going to go And this guy's not even going to notice? I'm not locked. So but fine. So that I had a moment of stress like right then. All right, so I blacked out on the right. <laughs> you totally and blacked out? Totally blacked out, but came to in the middle of the ride, and I did not know what was going on. I didn't know no. if I was still strapped into the seat. I didn't know what part I was at. I It just kept coming in like flashes, like literally thinking, think like traveling through the multiverse, like that's what it was just screaming and falling and like and it was wild absolutely wild because i knew i had missed something i i and i i'm pretty sure i missed like the big loop that comes right after the drop and that's why like i've been on these rides so many times and i know what they're like i know that i flat out blacked out came in in the middle of it and it was wild it was so wild and then so you know, I like have really vivid dreams. I have dreams where I have to actually like question if I'm awake or question if I'm dreaming. So in that moment, that's what I was doing with myself. And I was like, oh, my God, I think I'm in a I'm in a dream. And I wanted to get myself out of it. But then I realized, like, no, I'm actually on a roller coaster because it was scary, dude. It was so freaking scary. So then. So we get off the ride and I was like, everybody's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, no. I was like, I totally blacked out. And they were like, what? And I like told them what happened. They got me some water. And then I just wanted to get over it. So me and Carmen went and walked around and we went on like some little rides. And then later on, I went back on a big ride. I went on the gatekeeper and I was like, whatever, but didn't black out. So the problem was, is all week I have been like confused as hell. And like my brain isn't working I'm starting to feel better like yesterday and today, but like on Thursday, like people were trying to explain things to me at work about like orders and a delivery. And I couldn't even like comprehend the, like what was going on and couldn't even explain myself when I wanted to try to solve what was going on. I was like straight up confusion, straight up losing my train of thought, like nonstop. It was wild. Wow. So, my weirdoness, I during that time where I was super confused and things felt like hazy, I was like, that's it. I really did die. And I'm in this <laughs> other dimension or something. And things <laughs> are just whack. Right? <laughs> I saw a tweet of BTS without their shirts on. Jimin was topless. I was like, this doesn't happen in the real world. I must be dead. <laughs> amazing <laughs> i text carmen i was like is this real life and she was like yeah i forgot to tell you i go no i'm pretty sure I, i'm pretty sure i died on that ride and now bts is allowed to show their their chocolate chips to everybody <laughs> this is one of the greatest stories of ever. i was like park jimin is naked because i went into in another dimension 
I'm in the dimension where oh, BTS is shirtless. You. All because of you. All because of you. <laughs> but I've come back to reality. I feel a little bit better, but still I keep losing my train of thought and just kind of like, wah. That's scary, though. It was really scary. Yeah. I make I make light of it now, but it really was scary because, I mean, I guess it's one thing to like pass out and wake up on the ground and like have people staring at you, but to pass out and then wake up in the middle of a roller coaster was unreal. Yeah, that's, this is why I don't do roller coasters. <laughs> oh, I'm still going to do them. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> I'm ready to go to Hollow Weekends. Oh, yeah, that's a big that's a big time for Cedar Point. Isn't that when, like, after Halloween, they kind of, they shut down for the season, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That right? makes me think, like, if you go to Galaxy's Edge, would you go on the rides? So we did. I mean, we did Rise of the Resistance. We did Star Tours, which was fun. Isn't that, like... Is there anything aggressive? I mean, I mean, in the park, it's like within Disney World, Disneyland, there are. Um, but within Galaxy's Edge, there's, I mean, the Millennium Falcon, we didn't do it, but I don't, that's, you know, animation and all that crap. Uh, Rise of Resistance is really cool. That's, I mean, you're actually in person to see a lot of that stuff, which is, which is a lot of fun. Uh, but Star Tours is cool, so you're, like, strapped in. I don't know if you've ever been on it, but you're strapped in, and it's all, like, visual, like, um, like a, you know, like a screen, and you're in, like, different, you like, you go to different planets. C-3PO is, like, the captain of the ship that you're on. It's a lot of fun. Um, again, I don't like, <clears throat> I don't like roller coasters that, like, you like, like, go fast, go up, down, all that stuff. So there's nothing... Like that, as far as in Galaxy's Edge, obviously within the park there is. But I think I would do Star Tours though more. We only did it once because again, I, well, a at that time, and I feel I feel bad for Katie because she probably wanted to do it a lot more. But like I, it was like towards the end of the night, my feet were freaking hurting because we've been at the convention all day, and it was like I don't know what was like late. It was super late. We we left around like one or two. So I was like tired as heck, but it was a lot of fun though. That like that Star Tours that we went on was cool. I would do that more, but like the roller coasters themselves, no, I would not. I would not do it at all. So like, if you went to Universal, you wouldn't go on any of the Harry Potter rides. Probably not. I would have to look, but probably not. I mean, or any of the rides at Universal, really, like the Transformer rides, Spider Man, like that stuff is all screens and just like articulating of your seat, but it's yeah, like still dangle, super pretty but, intense yeah. and aggressive. I would yeah, like I to don't... see you on one of those rides. <laughs> I, I get, I'd have to see, like that's how I kind of not Star Tours wasn't like you're dangling, but you were in a seat and it like moved you around and stuff, and like if you dropped, you felt it. So, I mean, and that was okay. It was fun. I still, like, I don't know if I would do that again because it wasn't that bad. The other one, though, like you're saying, like, where you're dangling, that might be yeah, a little too much. I don't know. Because I hate there. I just hate, I just hate heights. And I hate, like, that, that dropping motion when you drop real fast. I, I hate it. That's just, that's just not for me. When but. we went to Universal, we took Carmen on the Hogwarts ride. Carmen hates rides, hates them. And I assumed because this ride was in a castle, right, that it was just going to be like a screen and your seat articulates. 
well, this was like, you literally felt like you were one flying on a broom, getting chased by dragons and dropping like it was and your seat really like articulated down. So, um, oh, my God, she hated it. It's like we scarred her. And now that I blacked out on that ride, I'm like, is that like how you feel when we took you on the Hogwarts ride? God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> then I realized I'm such a jerk for pushing people to go on rides when they're like, no, nah, I'm cool, bro. Like, I need to take sit this one out and i'm like you're a wimp let's go millennium force <laughs> you have a better appreciation for that no yeah i do i i would allow people to sit one out anytime they wanted to yeah i yeah i, I mean you know i mean ever since i was young you know that like hey yeah. i was always short so i can never really go on the rides to begin with true but number two though i just was not a fan i remember go, i mean i remember going to see the point with like you and all you know all the fam and like you and joey and nicole would go on stuff but i loved them right and i just i was like nah i'll go in the teacup i'll do the matterhorn i'll like i'll, I'll keep the i'll keep I the got, low key i got carmen to go on the matterhorn she loved it See, that's not bad i can yeah. do stuff like that that's cool we were I, on I and i was those. like this is the best this is such a like it's so it's simple school, but so classic, fun and it's yeah. fun right you go up you go down circle i can i can deal with that stuff but yeah so big, big takeaway here, kids, is that I hate roller coasters. Adria likes them. That's a big takeaway from from this conversation right now. <laughs> it was a blast. I mean, yeah. I bet no, it is fun. I mean, like you said, in the Midwest, if Cedar Point's huge, it's big. It's it's a big spot to go to for sure. So that's what we've been doing, everybody. I mean, just to give you guys a life life update for us. But we're back. We're ready to talk some Star Wars. But before we do that, though, Andrea, three years this month, August, is three years of doing this podcast. What the hell were we thinking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at with it for some reason. It's funny. I was listening to, and we'll talk about it in a little bit. I was lis listening to our episode two, which was like in August of 2019. And... Yep. Yep. um. I mean, we we kind of we definitely had like had it had a good like beginning, you know, and we kind of had it down. But again, I am surprised that we still do this. <laughs> I mean, I am a little too, but I, th I think we have too much fun doing it, though, to be honest, you know? Yeah. And, you know, when we first started, we were recording together in the same room off of the same recorder. And now we've, um, you know, evolved into being in different places, utilizing different pieces of software and equipment. And we've, I think that's part of the reason why I think we're still cool with it is because we have the tools and we're good with the tools and we like, we, it's not difficult for us just to jump right on and, and crank one out. I no, I agree with you on that one. I, I think what, what, what we have done in three years, like I'm proud of us, like, just being able to do this pretty, I mean, consistently. I mean, obviously we take breaks. I mean, I, I think both of us would say if you do a podcast, I would recommend taking breaks because it can get like mentally draining at times. Right. I mean, we've just been doing this three years and there's been times where you and I have taken breaks. And we're like, yeah, dude, we needed it. Like we need yeah, to absolutely. do it. We need to do it. But I think that like doing this for three years, it has been so much fun just being able to talk Star Wars with you, but then also to 
to know so many other people that do this and we get to talk to and interact with, you know, that's been a big highlight too. Just, just, just the fun that we do together, but the friendships we've made, it's just been a lot of fun. I mean, I remember our first, one of our very first like guest spots we did was with Jerry and Scotty. I'm bound oh God, that was so fun. Right. I mean, it was, that was one of the first times we were guests on a show. And then that turned into some more spots that we did. And then we just started just doing our show and just having a lot of fun with it. And I think that's been a huge, huge thing for, for me, but yeah, I, I am a little bit surprised that we're still, <laughs> we're still doing this a little bit, but again, like you said, though, we have everything in front of us and it's not that hard for us to just jump on and start doing this because we've been doing this. I mean, I know three years doesn't sound like a long time, but it kind of like in a podcast, I feel like in a podcast sense, it kind of is. Don't you, I don't know if you feel that way. Like three years is like a long time in podcast years. I feel like. I think so too, because I think like sometimes when people want to do a podcast, it's like uh, on a whim and you know, it's like a phase um, they get really passionate about something and then all of a sudden that, that passion dies down and, and that podcast just doesn't stick around. So um, what's good is that we are obsessed with Star Wars and new content comes out all the time and we geek out on it every single time. So, um, I mean, that that's why I like doing this is just to be able to have these conversations with you. So... No, me too. Because, I mean, honestly, before this, I mean, it was just us anyway at our family functions. And we've told that story a million times. I mean, this is what we do when we are at family functions. And we were just literally at our grandpa's birthday. And yeah. we were talking, we were talking Star Wars. 94. Like, right. 94? 93? Yeah. 93 or 94. This is why, man, this is why Gramps. we do this. Yeah. Gramps. But we were talking Star Wars. Like, we were talking about, like, what we were thinking about Andor, all that stuff. I mean, the Andor trailer, I think, dropped at that time. So we were talking about that stuff. So it's just, it's been, I think that's a big thing, is that it's a natural thing for us just to talk Star Wars, to just be able to express our feelings on it. And then we just literally took that and turned it into a podcast three years ago. And it's been a lot of fun. I mean, it has been. It has been a lot of fun. Uh, three years, Ange. Highlights? Any any highlights for you? Any moments, shows that stick out? I know we've talked about it, you know, often, but anything three years now? Anything pop off to you, highlight-wise? Well, I don't know about hi- highlight-wise, but looking back, um, The Rise of Skywalker scarred me. <laughs> We'll talk about it because my dog just snorted. (laughs) We'll talk about that. Right. We'll talk about that because it was, that was a cool moment though. Because that was the first Star Wars movie you and I saw together opening night. That was a lot of fun with our family. But that whole journey up to it was amazing. Um, That was like a highlight for me is, um, you know, just us getting on and creating episodes about speculation and theories and, um, our anticipation that was really like the height i think of um well i mean not the height of us but like the height of like just doing this very 
um, innocently, you know, and just like getting um, thrown into the emotion of like what we were getting ready to see. So it was really fun in in those moments. So I really did like the the up to the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> But another highlight for me is really when we started this, I had only watched movies. I hadn't read a Star Wars book, a Star Wars comic. Um, I had only watched some of the Clone Wars, none of Rebels. Um, I wasn't into stuff like that. And now that I am and it consumes my life. So that that is my biggest highlight of this journey is being able to just learn new things about Star Wars. Yeah, I mean, just think about within that, Within our three years of doing this, obviously we've had The Rise of Skywalker come out. But then we also had Mandalorian, season one, season two, Boba Fett. We had Bad Batch. We've had Clone Wars season seven. We've had a lot of books, comics. Kenobi. Kenobi. We've had a lot of books, comics come out with with all this time frame. So it's crazy to think about how much content there has been since we started three years ago. Like, it's kind of insane. And then just like we were just talking about earlier, like what's coming down the pipe after, you know, Andor. We have Bad Batch Season 2. We have, uh, we're getting a Vision, Star Wars Vision Season 2 next year. We're getting Mandalorian Season 3. We're getting Ahsoka. We're getting Andor Season 2. And then suppose we're getting, we're supposed to get a movie, twenty twenty three, supposedly, supposedly. And I think real quick, I think we'll hear something at D twenty three in a few weeks. I do. I I have not Disney Plus Day, but D twenty three that Saturday, which I think is like the eighth or ninth. I think they'll drop the movie and the release date. I do. I, I just feel like that's going to happen. We'll probably get a a director tied to it. I think I think that's when we'll get that news. I do. I do. Because I, I don't think we can. I mean, we can live off of Disney Plus. We have been for the past couple of years and it's been fine. But I think there has to be a movie. Do you agree with that? Meh. <laughs> that's fair. You, I was scarred by the rise of Skywalker. That's fair. I will fair. never recover. <laughs> well, there's some, there were some highlights in that movie. Yeah, we'll minute. talk about that in a minute. Well, yeah, we'll talk about it in a minute. But, I mean, so there's there's so much content within any medium within Star Wars in the past three years that it's, like, I have a whole bookshelf that I'm looking at of books that I have some read, some I haven't even touched. There's so much content to go through and i'm so behind on books yeah what star wars have have you been doing lately anything star warsy you've been doing honestly i played the lego star wars but that's literally that's it i mean i actually I take that i watched rogue one a few weeks ago when andor dropped that trailer i think i watched i watched it um before that though no, I I don't. It's weird. Like, I don't know if this is how it happened. Like, I don't know if you're you are like this too. But like, when we started this three years ago, yeah, I was like all about it, all about it. And I tried to keep up with all the content. Now I'm just like, I I 
if I can, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to the audio book. Like I'm in the middle of, um, what's the book that just came out with Lando and Luke shadow of the Sith. I'm in that. Like I'm trying to audio listen to that, but I haven't read a book or comic in a minute. Like that's, that's where I'm at. I don't watch. I don't know why it's weird. I don't watch the movies a lot. Recently, I haven't watched Rebels, which Rebels is my, always my go-to. That's always my go-to if I really want to watch something Star Wars. I haven't watched that in a minute. I don't know, man. I don't know if it's just I needed like a, a total mental break from Star Wars. But that's 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 kind of where I've been the last at least few weeks. Maybe even before that, though, for sure. Uh, I just I haven't really consumed a lot, a ton of Star Wars, like rewatches or anything like that. What about you? What have you been doing? All I watch is Star Wars. <laughs> I mean, no, that and that's that's great. I mean, sometimes I do breaks and I like do like a Netflix break and then I'll like watch documentaries and things like that. But every night I watch a Star War. Um, I read Shadow of the Sith. I read Brotherhood. Um, I'm reading Rebel Rising right now. Uh, so I, I stay very well and everyone's like, I watched the Siege of Mandalore the other day. Holy crap. That is so good. So good. Um, yeah, I got a Star Wars tattoo of space Jesus, you know, I'm just super locked in (laughs) in Star Wars all the time. I'm kind of, it wasn't supposed to be so Jesus-y, but Jesus. It's a cool, it's a cool it's jesus have you posted that yet yeah i posted it yesterday because someone at a drive-thru was like because i go to hand money to people and you can see it and this person was like is that jesus or and i was like it's obi-wan kenobi and it's our lord and savior obi-wan kenobi (laughs) exactly and they were like yeah and i was like yeah I love that. Too I much. mean, when people see it, they're like, "Whoa, that's like Catholic Jesus! Look out!" But they're like, he, "But you and McGregor and Obi Wan Kenobi, so well done. It's be- it's beautiful. It's absolutely beautiful." Yeah, no, that's a sol- it is a solid tattoo for sure. But yeah, I, I, but you know, to to bring it back to how I bit, like I'm the same way with Marvel shows too. Like I'll watch them. Like I haven't rewatched Wandavision. Falcon Winter Soldier, I I Loki, which I loved every single show, but I don't go back and rewatch them lately. Usually I have. Like with Star Wars when like when Clone Wars season seven came out, I rewatched it a bunch of times. When, you know, Man uh Mando came out, I watched that a bunch of times. I I haven't done a Mando rewatch in a minute. I did it, I think I've done maybe to like fully rewatched of season one, season two, since it came out. You know, I I just I don't know. Recently, I'm just like ah, I just want to deplug a little bit from Star Wars and just other like geeky stuff, you know. But I've been really again like this whole training with my new job has been very uh, consuming at this point. But I think once I get into the you know once that's done, get into the job, I'll I'll start rewatching a bunch of stuff for sure. But that's where that's where I've been. That's where I've been. Anything else, Star Wars, you've been doing? No, just trying to figure out where I go from here. I don't, you know, I keep playing with, maybe I need to go back into the High Republic and get a little bit more acclimated since the next phase is going to be coming up. I'm so behind in High Republic, too, and I love that phase. So, 
But and then I think, man, there still are tons of books out there that I haven't read, like Leia, Princess of Alderaan, or um, I mean, there's not much. I've pretty much flown through a lot of it, so um, we shall see. Yeah, there's just a lot, and we and uh, you and I have talked about doing book reviews again because that that's been that's been fun when we did those episodes. Those yeah. have been really fun episodes, so we'll have to get back into that for sure. Um, but speaking of three years, Andrea, coming December, this December, it will be three years since Rise of Skywalker, five years since Last Jedi, seven years since The Force Awakens. Wow. That's crazy. That's crazy. About. Isn't that weird? That's super weird to think about. And our very, this is episode two of ours, was when we talked about prequels versus sequels. And at that time, Rise of Skywalker hadn't come out yet. So that was a really fun conversation because we had a lot of theories, like you were talking about earlier. Which a lot, a lot of them didn't pan out. But that's okay. But I think what, for me, I don't know, like during that episode we talked about like our favorite prequel, prequel movies and moments and things like that. I don't think much has changed for me as far as how I how I would quote unquote rank that stuff. Cause I I mean I like every single unit when we talked about that in that episode. I like parts of every single movie. Just like you said. I mean you you and I have talked about that a million times on the show that in every Star Wars content, there's something that we like and enjoy and gravitate to. So when it comes to prequels for sequels now, or prequels, you know, however you want to word it, now that we have the full trilogies of each, is there one for you that you do enjoy more than the other? And like, what is, is there reasons for that? Or, you, or, have that have your feelings not really changed that much within the past like three years? My feelings have changed a lot. When I listen to this the episode we're referring to, it's episode two, prequels versus sequels. I was not a prequel fan. I was appreciative of them and my and in their connection, but I did not like them. And I did and I didn't, but I definitely, in that moment of time, three years ago, liked the sequels better. And I felt like it gave you more, um, they were more fun to watch because you did not know what was going to happen next. Like that was the premise of why I liked this, the sequel so much is just because you didn't know what was going to happen. All new territory. I mean, in the prequels, you knew Anakin was going to turn into Darth Vader and the Jedi, uh, order was going to fall like and then the emperor was going to reign over the galaxy like you knew what was going to happen and the execution of the prequels i had problems with so i was like sequels over prequels any day right but big big change (laughs) What's she? <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, so once the Rise of Skywalker came out, it 
it that guessing game was no longer there with the sequels you know that anticipation of what if oh my god but what if this like you got it it wasn't anything any of us were really expecting and it wasn't executed as well in the rise of skywalker so it kind of as a whole dropped the the ranking of the sequels altogether like all of a sudden like it got put into this big group for me and i was like trash don't like it anymore you know uh it's completely disconnected there was no solid um storyline i hated it no more let's go back to the prequels where i have more information that's helping me um connect these parts i didn't like and I can appreciate it more, right? Because I started watching the Clone Wars and I was seeing the relationship of Obi-Wan and Anakin and and the relationship of Anakin and Ahsoka. And I was like, okay, I can totally appreciate more now who Anakin was and what he did. And the because that was my biggest gripe, right? With the prequels was that Anakin was a whiny, um, emotional teenager and young adult that I just did not care care for. I didn't care for the execution of that person. The connection also, wasn't there. Right. Yeah. And I also right. didn't care for the execution of what the Jedi were because I didn't get it. I didn't get that we weren't supposed to like the Jedi, that they were actually not what we thought they were. And they were falling apart to their own, like on their own. Like it was, it was themselves. That their was, own detriment. Right. Yeah. It was like creating their failure. So now that I have more pieces, I I love the prequels now. I even like Attack of the Clones. It's funny, like I I'm re- read Brotherhood and there's parts in that book where Anakin reflects on some of those things he said in Attack of the Clones to Padme and thinks about how foolish he sounded. So it's kind of cool to get those little types of things. Um, just, again, added more more information to it makes me change my opinion to it so i i watch the prequels the most now i think um and i feel like it's more of a solid story it's more of has more purpose i don't know what the purpose is in the sequels i don't know i just don't know i don't know (laughs) you know so yeah i get it i get it it i don't know if much has changed for me because I think when we first started when we first started this I I was already into Rebels I I believe at that point I'd watched Clone Wars so my appreciation for the prequels was a little higher only because I had those stories told to me already like you were talking about like Clone Wars like that connection of Obi-Wan and Anakin like made way more sense to me during the prequels after I watched Clone Wars. Just like you said, just like you were saying. So like my prequel love was there. It maybe not my favorite. Like I talked about in that episode, like Attack of the Clones isn't my quote unquote favorite Star Wars movie, but I love that movie so much because of what it did for a lot of different characters, you know, for Obi-Wan, for Anakin, for Padme, for the Jedi Order itself. Like that movie really set everything in motion. And then Clone Wars picked it up, 
told a cohesive story and then that led to Revenge of the Sith. So like I love that whole connectivity of it through, you know, the movies to Clone Wars to Revenge of the Sith. The sequel trilogy, again, I I do appreciate a lot of moments in the overall trilogy. Like the characters of Rey and Kylo are still one of my favorite characters. Like Rey's journey, I loved it. Even though I might have not liked some of the aspects of it, I appreciate her character because her character in Force Awakens made me want to dive into Star Wars more. I've talked about that a lot. Like I I will forever love Rey as a character. I will love Kylo because again, I like his character. I like how it's very not Anakin-esque, but it's that vein of bad to good or however you want to look at it. So I like the sequel trilogy as a whole as well. Do I prefer the prequels a little bit over the sequels? Maybe, but again, I think it's because, like we're talking about, we have a more complete story in that era. Like, when we start getting more sequel trilogy content that puts more of that story together, that that could change a lot, right? I mean, if we get a whole, say, animated show that, like, connects stuff in between, like, the gaps within the trilogy or whatnot, I might pre yeah, I mean I'll probably appreciate that sequel trilogy more. But until then, I, I'll have to I will have to default and say prequels only because again, we have more like we're talking about, more stories, more connectivity to that era than we have at the moment than the sequel trilogy. We have a lot of content within sequel trilogy, like comics, novels, things like that. But I don't know if we'll, you know, hopefully, this is my big hope, is that they do give us some continuation or some type of, you know, uh, connection more with the sequel trilogy soon. I really do. I really do. Like, I hope we get, like, a Ray Ray show or a Finn show or something. Like, give us more of those characters. I don't want those characters just to kind of fade in the background. And they have, really. And I think that's why I think the sequel trilogy is like weak sauce. It's weak, like super weak. Like if you think about uh, The Force Awakens, I mean, you even said it yourself. The story is a slight ripoff of A New Hope, right? In the moment, it was okay for us to see that because we were like um, wanting nostalgia and wanted to feel star wars again and that's what they delivered to us and um i mean don't get me wrong the force awakens has some unbelievably amazing star wars moments executed perfectly um some of the greatest star wars moments that i i can put up in in something you know it it made me a star wars fan again so i I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying the storyline is weak. That's fair. No, and I I don't disagree. I think there's aspects of the story that they the 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 thread within the sequel trilogy it's not the greatest like you're saying. It's not the, 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 the some of the threads aren't the best. 
I, I, I can't disagree with you. But what I, I think what you and I have done in the last three years, though, is look at, okay, what do we like and why? You know, like, could we totally come on here and just bash every single thing that we don't like on Star Wars? We could. We could, but we, could. we find the good. Exactly. That's what we have done the past three years. And we will continue to do. But we will not, again, I think that's one thing you and I have done too the past three years is, hey, if we don't like something, we'll, we'll mention it. We'll talk about it. But we're not just going to, like, hate on it. We'll be like, well, you know, maybe we didn't like this aspect, but we loved this, and this is why. You know, we have we have had those conversations. I mean, perfect examples when we did Boba Fett, that one episode, you were like, no, dude, I couldn't get down with the with the with the mod squad too shiny like that stuff like that made sense because again you weren't alone though you there were a lot of people that felt that way you know so again if you look at the sequel trilogy it's the same thing like a lot of people didn't like certain things about that that trilogy which i can't again i'm not going to say your opinion is wrong people can have them we just choose i think to look at it differently and we choose to enjoy it in certain aspects would you agree with that i think that's how we are oh yeah absolutely um because we're not like black and white people we're not like uh it's good or it's bad you know i come back to a couple uh times where i've watched either youtube reaction videos or i've you know, even just had conversations with my son and this one part just flicks them off from liking the entire um, episode. And it's it's weird to see that, like, but there's still good in it. I will I will say this, though, about people that about sequel haters. OK, anybody that hates on The Last Jedi, I have to really disagree on it. It is the best out of the three movies. It is the most well-executed Star Wars movie. Yes, the story is weak, but the moments that you get out of it made you think more deeply about Star Wars lore more than, than things that happened in the original trilogy. Literally fight me. I don't care. I'm dead serious. It made us truly believe and want um, force sensitive people to come out of nowhere and they should have and they absolutely should have and the realizations that luke brought to to the forefront about the jedi and the jedi council were right on that story was right on but yes the the entire storyline of the sequel trilogy trilogy is weak but the last jedi is a, a freaking fantastic story and a fantastic movie it is just perfect and the way the rest of the trilogy kind of lost its impactfulness because the route they went with the rise of skywalker it it kind of you know it it bothers me because it had such high potential it really really did and i hate that a louder group um i think affected the outcome of the sequel trilogy altogether and made it this flat piece of garbage so um i will fight people on the last jedi i do not think it's garbage i think it's one of the best executed star wars i agree i mean i can't 
it's hard for me to understand that five years later, people will still complain about that movie. It's crazy. It's so good. I don't get it. Here's another, like, what I don't understand as well is, again, you don't have to like The Rise of Skywalker. That's fine. You don't have to like The Last Jedi. That's fine. You don't even have to like The Force Awakens. You could not have enjoyed the sequel trilogy. That's your prerogative. Go ahead. Like, again, that that's fine. And we're not going to sit here and say that it, everything in the sequel trilogy was trash. Because it wasn't. I'm sorry. There wasn't. There was something in every single movie that I think enhanced the Star Wars lore and made it better. There are moments within The Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and The Rise of Skywalker that made Star Wars better. That's something I will say you can fight me on because I I honestly believe that. I do. I believe that there is something in every single movie that improved the Star Wars lore. Whether you want to see it or whether you, you know, say no, that's fine. But I'll come at you or I'll, I would love to have a conversation with those people. They're like, no, the entire thing was trash. Was it all trash? Because no, I, I, I don't believe that. I don't. I don't think the entire trilogy was worthless as some, some part of the fandom will say, like, redo it, decanonize it, blah, 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 blah. No. I don't believe that. I don't believe that that should happen. This movie, those movies were, were important. It completed the saga, whether you liked it or not, that's fine. That's a whole, that's a discussion that I would love to have, but there are moments within each movie that you, at least I, and I can, and I'll let you answer this too, Ange, but I think there are moments where you're like, man, yeah, this is Star Wars. This is Star Wars. This is why I love Star Wars. This gives me a deeper understanding of the Force or a deeper understanding of this character, that character. Like, there are moments within each movie that do that in the, in the, in the sequel trilogy. I don't know if you agree with that or how you feel, but that's, that's kind of how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, what what do you think are some of those moments? For me, uh, the the final scene with Kylo Ren and Harrison Ford in The Force Awakens, I mean, very impactful, um, very emotional. Um, going back to this struggle, inner struggle between um, family and and all of that. I mean, just that that's top tier Star Wars right there. You know, um, and then even the fight with Finn and Kylo and Ray in in the woods in, in the end and the sound and the music, the execution around that, um, you know, Finn lighting the um, lightsaber, um, Ray grabbing the lightsaber. I mean, that that's again, that's some those are Star Wars mo- mo- moments that like give me goosebumps and will continue to give me goosebumps. You know, the the battle scene with on crate with kylo and and luke i mean that that is the most jedi i mean that's very reminiscent to the end of return of the jedi you know of how the way luke executed that um that standoff so the rise of skywalker hang on i think i might be able to get a good part 
There are good parts in it for sure. You, yeah, you, I know. We've talked there about are it. good parts in the Rise we of Skywalker. We joke. So, I mean, no, honestly, like, it's a joke. We joke about that for sure. <laughs> I mean, we do. You and I have had conversations about that, but yeah, go ahead. No, there is. I mean, there's. I, I mean, just to to learn the connection of of Kylo and Ben Solo and Ray and that different aspect of the Force and the way the Force yeah, powers yeah, that were was escalated in that movie yeah. was dope. I mean, it really was needed. I mean, let's push the envelope of what you can do with the force and they did that in the rise of skywalker and i loved it they did it in the last jedi too with bridging their minds it was great so yeah again those are moments that stand out to me when i see them and continue to watch them i'm like this is good right this is good but overall kind of weak no that's fair i mean that's totally fair i think i don't obviously i don't think you're alone in the in that feeling I think for me, you know, again, when you look at the prequels, like, like you said, we, we knew as fans what the outcome was going to be. We just saw how it played out, you know, which was fine and it was good, but but we knew that Anakin was going to become Darth Vader at some point. And we had that story, you know, so, which was great. But again, I think what makes the prequels a lot more loved is because of Clone Wars and the connections that it made with those films. The other thing, the, the clones, you know, the other thing is with the prequels. I mean, it was a true Jedi story. You yep. know, yep. it was a Jedi story. The sequels, not so much. It's kind of just more like a galaxy story. So I, that's kind of a little bit why I love the prequels a little bit more now. No, that's, because that's it goes yeah. back to Jedi, the Force. It's so much stronger with with that lore than the sequel trilogies are. Yeah, I think the sequel, what the sequel trilogy did, in my eyes too, is that you know, like if you look at the original trilogy, it was a it was a movie about a small group of 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 people, right? Luke, Han, Leia, Chewie, like it was their story. And I think that's what the sequel trilogy was doing as well as you were following the small group of Ray, Finn, Poe, Chewie, C-3PO. Like you were following that group and what they were going through at that time. You know, whereas like you're saying, the prequels really set up a more, for me, a more galaxy wide, like, oh, this is what was going on in the galaxy. Like this was what was going on in different parts of this entire world, you know, whereas I think the original trilogy and sequel trilogy were more concentrated stories of certain characters and dark side, light side. Right. Right. That's fair. That's fair. No, I I agree. So again, I mean, it's fun to, it's, it's fun to reflect on these last Three years, because again, three years, Rise of Skywalker, five for Last Jedi, and seven for The Force Awakens. Like that's that's crazy to think about that we've had seven years, three new movies within those past seven years, and how much other content have we've had in these past seven years? It's been insane, you know. Like the the Rebels really kicked it off because that came out before The Force Awakens. I believe I'd have to, I can't, if I'm remembering correctly. 
So like you had a lot of a lot of content. We've ha- we have had a lot of content since The Force Awakening came out seven years ago. And then even in between all that, we had Solo and we had Rogue One, which are some great movies. I yeah. love those. I love those movies. You know, those did some really great character development stuff in the in those films. So again, you can you don't have to love everything you know that comes out and has Star Wars on it. And that's fine. We're not saying you have to. But my thing is that don't don't just hate it just because a certain group tells you you should hate it or don't hate it just because your own thoughts and what you thought was going to happen didn't come true, so you hate it. Like, I, I understand it can be frustrating, right? Because as fans, we want, like, what's in our head to, like, oh, yeah, see, they were on the same same page as we were. But that's not going to happen every time. Will it sometimes? Yeah. Yeah, it will. Like, we, I mean, like, for example, when you and I talked about Boba Fett, we understood what they were doing with that character. And we, and a lot of other people did too. Now, I, obviously, I'm not just say us. A lot of other podcasts and a lot of other people understood what the story of Boba Fett was telling. It was, st- it was telling about the story of a guy that was going through a lot and how that changed him and what changed he went through and how that happened. And the directors and creators even said that in Behind the Gallery. They were like, yeah, dude, we're not just going to tell a story of a guy just going around kicking butt. What's the story? You know, that's, you know, I'm paraphrasing what John Favreau said in that in that gallery. Like, there has to be what's the, you know, what's the, what's the story? What is a story? Like, I think people get want so many things, you know, like everybody. I mean, and, and we've talked about this, too. Like, everybody's like, well, I want a Vader series. I want a Vader series. OK. What's the story? If it's a good story within that time frame you want, yeah, I'll I'll watch it. But I I don't want a Vader series just so you or whoever wants to see Vader just kill people all the time. Like what 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 is that? What story is that? We've seen that a bunch of times now. What's the story? Give me a story. Like that's where I think we need to get to. I don't know if you agree with that or not. I would love to see Vader killing things. <laughs> I know you would. <laughs> no, you know that's not true. I would no, love I to know, see I Vader know, struggle know. internally and show that he is, there's something going on behind all of his mechanics. Which we that's, know that's what is, it is true. You yeah, know, that's... we've seen it in the comics. Like, we know the internal struggle. That would be a great show to see, right? I would love to see Hayden Christensen play as Darth Vader, struggling with his thoughts and emotions. So would I. I that, again, that's a story. That's a story. And within and that story. Things. Right. But within that story, like you're saying, <laughs> though. But right. Within that story, he's going to rage out and he's going <laughs> to have to, like, hurt people. Okay, yeah. I get that. That's part of the story. But what's the other half of that, though? Right. And I think that's what kind of Favreau was saying. Like, yeah, Boba Fett can kick butt, but what's the other half of that story? Oh, the way that was executed was perfect. Yes, I mean, honestly, I agree. it was it was perfect. It was not what I was expecting, but exactly what it should have been that in 
that's that's what I want out of Star Wars. Like I want to see stories that I did not expect to see. Um, and I just don't feel like the sequels produced that. So that's why I, in this moment, in August 21st of 2022, I'm a little bit of a hater on the sequels overall. But, I mean, we saw, every with the expectation of what we saw was everything we've seen before. Besides The Last Jedi. But the, the bookends of it really was. And which is a pretty big disappointment. So now... You know, we get to see some great content on Disney Plus from creators that are all in on this, right? So that's the other thing I have somewhat of a problem with, right? The the choice of J.J. Abrams, right? So that he's not an all-in Star Wars person. He's He is good at directing a story and special effects and and those types of things. Um, but I don't feel like his commitment to Star Wars, Star Wars was enough to give you a quality story. Ryan Johnson was hands down. Like you could see, like he, he not only, he didn't do his homework. He's been in it the entire time. He knew what was up. He came, not came prepared. He is, he's in it. Like he knew what was up. So that, that will always be another complaint of mine. Not that different people directed stories but that one of the choices was not as strong as it should have been hands down that's fair no that's fair these are all legit i think concerns that i think a lot of people have you know and it's not hating i wouldn't say it's hating it's just expressing your concern or what you know, uh, some issues or gripes you might have. I hate them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just watched Attack of the Clones, and when Anakin says to Padme, I hate them. I was like, I feel that. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, I, again, I, I will still, I think overall, I will still love the prequels a little more than the sequels. But again, if we start when they start, and I hope they start, because I don't want these. I think I think you and I both agree with this. Like I don't want those these characters that they created in the sequel trilogy to fade away. Well, I mean, they kind of have. Like so, with Shadow of the I Sith, mean, I mean, r- they really tied up the Rise of Skywalker. Like what Lando was on Pasana. Like uh, Lando was uh, searching for Ochi with Luke. Like what uh, Ray's parents. Uh, Ray's dad is is you know Palpatine's whatever like like uh there's clone the, he was cloning things like it was like what and it was like real fast the Shadow of the Sith really gives you and the Rise of Skywalker novelization really gives you the in between the line one of explanation favorites. on those things which has been great it does make me appreciate the sequel trilogy a little bit better I just um. I just feel like it it was a little bit too much backtracking. Um like I don't feel like the Clone Wars is backtracking. I think it's enhancement. That's expanding. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying. No, that that's fair. And maybe again, maybe when we get these stories post uh The Rise of Skywalker, maybe that will expand those movies, you know? Like if we get a ratio or if we get a fin or whatever like 
maybe that will enhance or expand the sequel trilogy overall. I hope so. Again, we'll, I think both you and I have said, we will watch all those movies, prequels, original trilogy sequels, anytime we want, and we will find enjoyment. I mean, you and I saw The Rise of Skywalker, what, six times together? In the theaters, I think. Yeah, I mean, I went and saw it a lot because right, one, right. again, like you said, I like Ray. I like Ray as a character. I also like Ray in the Rise of Skywalker because I think she's at her highest potential. Yes, there, I and I, I, I really like her in the Rise of Skywalker. So yeah, I went and saw it a lot, but, but then again, I just like feeling Star Wars and being in Star Wars. The threads, I think, like you're saying, the threads aren't as aren't as tight, tightly woven than you could say in the prequels or original trilogy. But to be fair, though, too, I mean, it's if you look at each trilogy, like each trilogy was on its own, like a little sometimes like wonky. Like for example, in the original trilogy, right? We. Luke, you thought that Luke and Leia and Han would be like this love triangle, right? Well, then what happens in, you know, uh, Return of the Jedi is we find out that Leia is Luke's brother. Like, after they kiss in Empire Strikes Back. That's weird, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but you get what I'm saying? Not not that, I mean, but you get what I'm saying? Like, it's not always planned... It, Star Wars at times has not always been perfectly planned out to be fair. You know what I'm saying? Like it has never, like George didn't go, okay, each, you know, original trilogy, Leia has, it was always going to be Luke's sister. No, that wasn't the case. You know what I'm saying? Like it went from movie to movie almost. And that's kind of how the sequel trilogy felt in many ways for me. Like, that's how I felt. Like, it went from movie to movie. It wasn't, the thread wasn't as tight as it should have been. That's, I guess. Yeah, but the thread was like, okay, so we go from Poe, like, being this star ace pilot, leader of the resistance, to he used to be a drug dealer, right? Smuggler. He used to run Spice. Smuggler. So So these changes that were made in the sequel trilogy did not um strengthen the story it actually made you think like what that's fair what the f that's fair no i i get what you're saying i mean famously obviously and and also like ray could have been a nobody and the force and then they're like nope choose palpatine that's probably my biggest biggest gripe or biggest i think they missed the mark with the sequel trilogy is having Ray be from lineage. And you and I talked about that on, on our episode prequels or sequels. Like I, I wanted her to be Ray from nowhere. Like I loved what they set up in the last Jedi, but they didn't follow through and that's fine. That's a, that's a choice that they made is what it is. And I have to get over it, you know? So I'm cooler with her being a Palpatine now after reading Shadow of the Sith because I knew that there was this storyline of her being sought after. Um, That's fair. Going okay. into this now. So I'm like, oh, I because before it was just like she was from nowhere. Like, and then all of a sudden we're going to make her something huge. 
like now reading Shadow of the Sith, I am cool with her being a Palpatine. But they had to, like you said a little earlier, they, they had to backtrack a little bit. Yeah, they did. Right? So, so I'm cool I, with her being a Palpatine. Right. I am yeah. cool with her being a Skywalker too. It's uh I mean I don't, I don't think it either. was necessary. I do think the choice of title for that movie was garbage. They never should have had it called The Rise of Skywalker. It was complete fan service. They were just trying to bait people. Rar. I mean, like that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I don't hate her being named or being a lineage of a palpatine or taking the skywalker name that i've never had issues with it i just wish they didn't go that route that's just been my thing i always wish they would have just kept her like just the vessel from the force and it kind of chose her to be this this person but that didn't happen that's okay i'm gonna be a skywalker did i tell you <laughs> did i tell you i'm like over my last names and i was like <laughs> you got you skywalker yeah i mean my middle name is ray so i was like andrea ray skywalker it's perfect i kind of like it i mean i'd be down for it why not i know why not do it do it do it do it uh anything else and you want to bring up uh before we wrap it all up no this was fun no this was fun this was a fun conversation these are like the typical conversations you I know. <laughs> <laughs> it just feels right on a podcast so <laughs> yeah i think overall again we we enjoy each trilogy on its own in different ways doesn't mean we love it and you can never like back talk it or yeah, I would watch. never stop watching it. Like people that won't right, rewatch The Last Jedi, that blows my mind. Like that—that's ignorance right there. Like you—you're not gonna watch it again. You're not gonna take in a little bit more information and watch it again. That blows my mind. No, that's fair. No, I, I agree. Like there, there's a point where you just have to either. I I I just want to say accept what what is, but like it's almost to that point where like listen. They're not going to change anything. They're not going to like take away what they made. So you don't have to love it. But like you're saying, why are you going to take that stance of like, oh, well, I'm never watching that again. Not my Star Wars, not my Luke, not my this, not my that. I mean, it's just like with She-Hulk. People are all PO'd on that. I'm just like, really? Uh, really? I watched it. I loved I, it. I loved it. I liked it. You know what my problem was? It had nothing to do with She-Hulk. My problem was Bruce Banner. Like, I actually oh, don't like... Bruce? <laughs> I do not like Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. So oh, that no, that no, actually like was my problem. Uh, I like Mark. Mark Ruffalo's good. And He's he was good. doing way too much mansplaining. Like, I get it. She called him out on it, and that was great. But I was that like, was dude, point, this right? man is annoying. He needs to stop. I love that show. That was good. It was good good intro to that character and I'm, I'm excited to see see where they go with that but anyway all right kids that's it that's the show i'm glad we're back we got andor coming up so we'll get all that done we're i have some guests lined up i gotta reach out and get all those dates squared away but we do know we're getting three episodes that first day which is insane so that's going to be a big deep dive that that first breakdown will just be you and me 
on those three episodes, which is probably going to be like two hours. <laughs> so expect a long, long episode on that one. But before then, we'll probably we're going to do a a, a pre heading into Andor episode. And kind of where where we're where we're at with it, how excited we are, we'll get into that too. So stick with us, kids. We're back uh, slowly but surely. We'll, we're getting there, and we're getting back into the swing of things. So again, thank you for listening to us as always. And you can follow us on Twitter at the Galactic Pod, and we are on Apple Pod, Google Play, Spotify, all the major platforms. So go give us a rate and review. Do all the kind stuff that you can do for us we would very much appreciate it and you can follow me loro knows on twitter what about instagram you're not on instagram eh, i don't really use i don't really use instagram a lot no eh. you can follow me andrea guti eras andrea ray skywalker at r2d2 step on twitter i don't <laughs> always i don't really tweet about star wars too much as always may that force be with you Always. Always.